Patricia Nduli on SAFM. It's uh, 14 minutes after 10 here on SFM uh, 104 to 107 nationwide, uh, leading the conversation. And on DSTV channel, audio bouquet channel 814, that's where you get us. Social media platforms at SFM radio using the hashtag SFM talking point right now. We, we heard uh, the statistics uh, that were released by Stats SA, their quarterly um, labor force survey that showed that our unemployment in South Africa is at its highest since the year 2008, and it's currently at a 34.4%. I think it's also the highest in the world right now. And this number actually increases if you look at the expanded definition of um, the unemployment, which includes people who are discouraged, job seekers, um, and, and, and others. So 44.4%, that's where it leaves us with the expanded definition. Most of the job losses were in the formal sector. And the service also shows that young people and women are worst affected by unemployment. For more on this, we are joined by a young graduate who has really struggled to secure a job and also self-funded her journey into education. Gananelo Quetza, an unemployed graduate who is part of the Youth Capital Program. Gananelo, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? I'm strong. How are you? I am well, thank you for asking. You know, Gananello, sometimes when I hear young people who have graduated, I get such pride, you know, especially if they've graduated at record time. But a young person like yourself with two different qualifications, I'm like, yo, hats off, hats off. But then has that, you know, channeled uh, a brighter future for you? I mean, you should have employers at your feet begging you to join them. Is this the case? Ah, it unfortunately isn't the case, Patricia. I mean, no, I am still unemployed. I am still struggling to find employment, and it is really, it's challenging. Tell us about your background. Uh, you know, I know you, you're not coming from a silver spoon sort of family, but also your studies, it was quite difficult for you to fund them. So tell us about your background and what you studied. Okay, um, I matriculated in the year 2010 after which I went to study biomedical technology in BUT. Um, I didn't particularly finish the course, but I moved on to study, um, what do you call, BA in sociology and politics from Nelson Mandela University. I got, I started, uh, I started my first year in 2018 and I was there for three years. And yes, like you said, I don't come from a silver spoon. So, yeah, in the first year in my in BUT, I was self-funded. I My mom funded me. She tried to make ends meet. But then when I went to um, Nelson Mandela University, I was funded by NSFIRS, but I was only funded for the first year because apparently I was in school for too long, so the N plus 2 rule um, worked against me. So how, how did you manage to fund the rest of your fees after, I mean, you were you, you were not granted NSFIRS uh, funding? Sorry? How were you able to fund the rest of your fees? I honestly don't know. I think the university actually helped me in that because, yeah, I I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened because or maybe it was just maybe fault on, on NSF's side where maybe I was part of the list of people who would be funded and only later during the year they'd be like, they revoked the funding. I honestly don't know what happened, but I just know that I finished my course and I have this debt on me right now. So you are now a graduate with debt? 
Mm. Yes, I am. It, it can't be an easy one. It really can't be an easy one. And I, I, I don't want to imagine how many other young South Africans are sitting on the same table as you are. Have you ever found employment ever since you graduated? No, I unfortunately haven't. And yeah, now I form part of the NEET group, right? Something I learned from Youth Capital Influencer, from Youth Capital actually. Um, yeah, I form part of the NEET group. I'm not in um, education, employment, or even training. I'm just, yeah. A team is I'm 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 talking right now to Kananela Kwetza, who's a graduate but um, with debt <laughs> from studies, and I chuckled because this is the reality of of many people in South Africa, and she has never had employment since she graduated. It is a struggle that many South Africans are facing, especially um, after these uh, stats were released by Stats SA of the quarterly labour force survey that we are sitting at 34.4 percent unemployment, the highest since 2008 and obviously if you use the expanded definition it's at 44.4 percent what should be done let's um, interact call in and uh, let me know what your thoughts are around this issue of unemployment and talking to a graduate as young as Ugananello, what can we say to encourage her? 011-714-2006 or you can whatsapp 0614-104-107 Stay on top of all meaningful, top-trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. Talking unemployment in the formal sector since uh, the release of uh, the quarterly labor force um, survey, according to StatsSA, 34.4% is uh, where we are sitting highest number of unemployment ever since 2008. Now, the SABC, um, as Gloria Sifakomusi, uh, spoke to another unemployed graduate, Ndando Matebula, about the struggles he's facing. One South African struggling to find employment is Ndando Matebula, who hails from Hazyview in Pumalanga. After completing an engineering design qualification, he struggled to find work. He survived by doing part-time jobs not related to his field of study, which he says would last for about three months at a time. Feeling discouraged, he decided to study further and follow his passion of working in film and television. After securing yet another qualification, he's again struggling to find work. He says he cannot go back home to the rural areas as there are better chances of getting a job in Gauteng. But he also cannot afford a place of his own in Gauteng and his family back home is counting on him finding a job so that he can be able to help them. Matebula is squatting at a friend's place hoping for an opportunity to come along but he admits things are hard. Family income it also uh, pressing me down when it comes to to looking for a job because sometimes I might maybe ask for maybe money for transport. Maybe I have to, to be in Debe and I have to be in Cape Town, but they can't afford to, to offer me that amount. So I have to, to, to do something else in order for me to generate that, um, that money in order for me to end up uh, uh, being there in Cape Town. Or, or Devon, so it, it is not easy for me to generate that money in, in a short space of time. Sure, it is not easy. Gananello, you've heard that uh, report and Dando is mentioning the struggles that he has. When you and your peers um, are sitting and just talking about this issue of unemployment, what, what, what is the general consensus amongst you and other graduates? I'm sorry, what is, 
So when you're sitting with your friends, Gananello, right, and you oh, guys okay. are talking, you're all unemployed, you're all graduated, okay. what is the general consensus? What are you guys saying? What do you think the solution could be? Oh, Your line is really bad, Gananello. I'm going to take you back uh, for Wendagila to just help us out here. In the meantime, let me go to the lines. I'm going to Rachel, who's in Kabecha. Good morning, Rachel. How are you? Strong, Rachel. How nice are you? Nice talking to you. Oh, good. Nice talking to you. I listen to your show every night. I don't know how you do it morning and evening. Wow. <laughs> the oh, strength yeah. that comes from above, You're Rachel. Busy woman. Busy <laughs> woman. Listen, Yana, I just wanted to come And actually, I want to say to that young lady, um, she mustn't become despondent. You know, I have a son who did close to seven years at NMU. They all know me in the studio there. And he um, was going to go on, but he struggled with Nasdaq. He struggled with all the um, the bursts. Just I battled to get money out of them, but he continued. He persevered. He's got a, a degree in his psych- in psychology. He's got his honors. He's got his masters. He went on to his second year masters because in that degree you have to do two years masters. Then. <coughs> Then he was fortunate to get a job, and not even in the field that he studied eh, for that 60 years, he got a job at a teaching English online. You know that teaching English to foreigners, to yeah, foreign yeah. students, or foreign people? Yeah. So now I don't want to, uh, how can I say, I don't want to say to him, but you know what, this is not what you studied. I don't, there is no work. At least he's getting something in. He's able to live on his own, sharing a flat with a buddy, but at least he's one of those fortunate ones who could still get work, but unfortunately, it's not in the field, you know, um, that he studied for all those years. So I'm not, I'm hoping not to say that it was a wasted years, you know what I'm saying? Because he now, I said, now what's going to happen to your studies? Because surely you want to finish because he wanted to do his PhD. And, but he wants to pay for it himself because there's no way that he can get money from the state or because it's just too hard to get money from, from government for studies. And then um, and then I just thank God that he has his work because if I look up there and listen to this young lady, and but I just want to say to her, don't give up. I, I know it can be... I mean, I felt for him. I saw how he lost weight because he never had food. Nasdaq never paid out. It was horrible. Yeah. And praise God, he can now fend for himself. You know, although it's not where he really, really needed to be. You know, Rachel, I'm I'm glad that you're encouraging Ugananello um, with your son's experience. But a lot of other unemployed graduates right now are are listening, and you're encouraging and saying at least find employment wherever where employment is possible. Hold on to what yeah. you have. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so very much, Rachel, and good luck but to your son's studies. Please. Let good me go time. back Thank to Gananello. Gananello, I hope your line is a bit better now. So I was asking you about, you know, what you and your friends talk about, your graduated friends who are unemployed like you. What is it that you discuss when it comes to this issue of unemployment? Gananel. Oh, okay. So I'm having issues with Gananello's lines. I'm going to move on to Anonymous in Newcastle. Good morning. You want to weigh in on this issue of unemployment? Yes, ma'am. How are you? Strong. How are you? Yeah, ma'am. 
unemployment has been a virus of late. You know, I'm having a PhD degree. I'm specializing in local economic development. And I know I'm, I'm an expert. But whenever I hear it, I, I attend the interview. Things are just doomed. So I even give up. Anonymous, anonymous yes, giving no. up is not an option, yeah? You're still alive. Giving up is not an option. Yes, I have given up because uh, uh, in so many instances, even if I have to apply, I won't call it. Being, uh, meeting the requirements, but I can never be called to attend an interview. I don't know why. Mm. And I just said to myself, the best thing, it's just looking for uh, uh, other options. I'm trying to open business. Although there's some few cents that I'm getting, I'm here about it. But at the same time, you question the government, why the government is not taking care of its citizens. For me, really, it's a question that needed to be addressed. Anonymous, I'm glad that you are doing something. Yeah, I'm really glad that at least you have started um, a journey of um, getting an income stream, and that encourages me. So clearly, you haven't given up because giving up is not an option when you're still alive. Good luck with everything and uh, keep prospering. That's all I can say. It's a uh, 10:30. Off to Anne Musa with the news headlines. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. 32 minutes after 10, this is 104 to 107 nationwide, SFM leading the conversation. We are talking unemployment in the formal sector, and uh, we have a young woman, Gananelo Kweta, who is unemployed. She's graduated, and uh, she's graduated with debt. So she is starting her life on a deficit, a minus, as a young person, but no employment. And she's also part of the youth capital program. Gananelo, um, I'm really hoping your line is better yeah it is better i can hear you better excellent excellent so i'm still intrigued to know when you and your uh, colleagues and friends who are graduates and are jobless uh, sitting around together what is it that you guys discuss what do you think the solution could be for the state that you find yourself in okay um thank you Uh, okay first i think one thing that we have came to learn and understand especially looking into the stats is that we are not isolated cases, but rather unemployment as is is very um, systematic, right? And I think that is something that we have actually came to understand. And we believe, like like, to, like together with Youth Capital, hence we even railing behind them, is that stakeholders, various stakeholders have to come together and actually help tackle these challenges that we are faced with, right? Because it is really not just one aspect of it. It is just everything all together. That is really just speaking to marginalized us. We're speaking about um, the cost of job seeking. We're speaking about, um, you know, these this, this things that are always required, like your documents. Some, some even require your criminal care and certificates. And those things actually even cost so much money, right? 
So I think it is just really about stakeholders coming together and finding a solution that is really going to help empower the youth actually express those job opportunities that they want. I know some young people are considering going overseas for employment opportunities there, some not even doing what they've studied, but because they have graduated, go on and teach English in countries that are not first English speaking. Is this something that you and your colleagues have perhaps considered? Um, I had considered it at some point, but I don't know. I feel like I prefer being home because, like I'm saying, unemployment is a systematic issue. And by just going off to another country altogether won't even help my family that is coming after me, my siblings. I have siblings. And I think, personally, as a youth, I would like us to help contribute, develop the country so that, you know, the coming generations don't have to face the challenges that we are faced with. So... No, right now I honestly don't wish to go to any other country. So you are not um, encouraging drain brain in South Africa, but rather for young people to to find solutions within the country and actually win, um, because that's what's needed. Thank you so very much for joining us, and we wish you all the best of luck. I hope that your program, Youth Capital, will yield great results, and the stakeholders and uh, powers that be are going to give you the time of day. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Gananel.